Hey, you're listening to Leah Unleashed Podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Leah Unleashed Podcast. Um, we're going to be doing our part two, the segment with Jennifer Jamison, her son Christopher, diagnosed with um, OCD. And uh, we got into the first part that was unbelievable. And actually, I'm always thinking we're going to need three parts. Jameson, or um, Jen is on the show right now. And of course, my producer, Jamie Barbara. And we're, we're all sitting here. I wish we could almost get the information that we have during the breaks of these podcasts. It's just ongoing. And I cannot tell you how important it is if you have a child out there or a parent or a a friend with OCD. It is not a joke. This is serious stuff, and we're finally getting our arms around it, and it can be helped, and we do have a solution, so it's more than just stories. We're going to help you, so please listen. Uh, Last week, we, uh, Jen, left off with you getting with a therapist, and my concern about that is right away, when they start looking, I ask you, did they give you a diagnosis? Do we have some um, help along the way and you go yes but right away it's medication right because other parents that are written in say it's the first thing they do is put my son or daughter on medication yes and I think my son desperately needed it but what we found out much later and something that was a game changer for us is there is actually a genetic test you can take that tells you how you metabolize different medications and unfortunately for us we had to go through about nine months of being on the wrong medication and all the horrible side effects that comes with that before we were able to figure out the right one he can't process ssris which are used to treat ocd he has to have something else yeah and a lot of kids can't now we left it with you were going to um try to figure things out we you know you're going to a therapist we've got him on medication and he's starting what he'd had medication for two days yes only and now he's going into the fifth grade going so you're sending your little fifth grader out there with a a kind of guns loaded so to speak yes because you have no idea how he's going to be received what he's thinking what's going on what the medications are they effective or not so what happened so what we noticed pretty much immediately was Chris continued to get worse immediately. Once the pressure of school came, I think the OCD came even harder. And with the medication, we were only on that maybe four weeks before we started seeing really negative side effects. Give us some ideas of what happened. Dizziness, insomnia, couldn't sleep. He would be sitting up in his bed one o'clock in the morning just sitting there did he awaken you i mean how did that no he wouldn't waken us he would just sit there by himself he wasn't eating i started noticing that i could see like his collarbone and more ribs appetite change not sleeping his irritability keep in mind he's still distanced from me but now he's becoming agitated with me he's not aggressive but he's very agitated he doesn't want me anywhere near him Finally, with the dizziness, we ended up in the hospital, the emergency room, which I can speak as a parent with a child with a mental disorder, and I think I speak for a lot of us. We go to the emergency room for help. Yes. When you have a mental issue, it's more than likely not helpful. 
There is very limited that they can do for you except to suggest to take them off the medication. And we walked out with a $2,000 bill and our son no better. So there is that frustration. And I, I know from a lot of my friends that do have children going through similar issues, they're in the same boat. We, the good thing is we got him off of that medication. At that time, I decided, you know, we're going to need, I want to do a definitive diagnosis. So I got on the wait list for Children's Hospital and started trying to look around for a therapist that we could do combination with the medication trying to find somebody that does both CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy, and ERP, which is exposure response prevention, the two main types of therapies for OCD. It was really hard. We could not find anyone. So we ended up doing a local therapist, and she was great, but we we did play therapy for four weeks, and my son was getting worse and worse. I can't imagine the frustration of a parent just what you just said, because I know last year I went through something like that with my husband and his illness. When someone changes overnight, I mean, you are blindsided. And then to, you can't find anyone to help you. No. There are no answers. And what about the families that don't have the resources and money that were available to you that a lot of the single moms or dads or families can't afford to even you know, weigh in here? How, where do they go? If it's hard for you, Jen, I know what's going on with the rest of the population. Well, and physically, if your if your child has a physical issue, there's a baseline. There's a baseline for the human body. So when when a doctor looks at it, they know something's wrong. They know it's inflamed, it's broken, yeah, whatever. Exactly. When it's mental, like where's the baseline? You as a parent, you know something is wrong with your child. You know when the shift occurred, how how bad it is, just like you did with Mike. Yes. But what happens when you? I mean, did you but have people no that didn't though. believe you? because exactly you're you're in the er saying something is wrong and they're saying they're just, no, what are you doing to your son to they're, they're not equipped to handle it because they yeah. don't have a pediatric psychiatry unit and there's only four hospitals in the state of colorado that have pediatric psychiatry and of those they can only take 15 kids at a time so my husband and i pray about this a lot what is happening to all these children that aren't getting help there's only so many beds in Colorado. And we're not just servicing Colorado. We're servicing Wyoming, Nebraska, Kansas. And where do those kids go? Do you see why this is so... I'm going to kind of pull us out of this subject for just one second. Why it's so important that we have borders in our country. Millions of people that are coming in every day that we're paying food, beds, diapers, taking care of all these people that are not citizens. Now some people even feel they should vote, whatever. And we can't take care of our own families. We can't take care of our babies. Do you see? This is, this is ridiculous. These families should be helped. And that's another show, another time. Yes. But we're not stopping here. Mm-hmm. We're going to get into that. But I don't want to regress too far off mm-hmm. this road. But so finish. So here you are in the hospital trying to find an answer. And of course, most doctors look at my son or have looked at my son, not most, but some, and said, this doesn't look like OCD because he was not your stereotypical yeah, OCD. Been there, done that one. He wasn't the hand washer. He wasn't the constant shower. He wasn't... Um, doing the normal things. Jumping so, off the line so yeah. he doesn't break his mommy's back. You know what I mean? That yes. Afraid he, to touch anything. Yes. He was not that. He was stuck. 
just like somebody with a contamination OCD severe may not be able to leave their home, my son's OCD is intrusive thoughts and they were literally trapping him in his own body. He couldn't move. He couldn't do normal functioning because things. Because he was afraid. He was afraid that if Fear. he did something not perfect, his mom and dad would die. And that was his intrusive thought all day, every day. And um, I'm not saying that's the only thing, but he that was a big one. Oh, so we were then referred down to Children's Hospital Neurology because they thought there's got to be something else. Sure. It can't just be OCD. So we did MRIs and we did EEGs. Before that, we quickly came to realize the second problem with mental health, in my opinion, probably one of the biggest, most insurance companies won't cover it. Yeah, we know that too. So we had to change our insurance. And we were lucky enough that my husband's a small business owner that we could change our insurance. But once again, what happens to the family that has no other choice? No. They have one insurance plan. Yeah, and that doesn't cover. It will bankrupt you so quickly. And so... So you either... What? You've got a child that could die. They lock up in yes. such a way that yeah. if they regress just as Mike's, if there wasn't help, if there wasn't an answer or a cure, or and there's still no cure, but, but medications, yes. something. Um, in his case, it was chemo, which he didn't have cancer, but it was like chemo, rituxan. There's got to be something. Yes. So in what did you find out only for sake of time that... We found out he's OCD. We found out it is just OCD. And we found out that we finally found an amazing, we call her our angel, a therapist out of Denver. Her name is Karina Dash. And she is specializes in anxiety and OCD. I will say she's she doesn't cut insurance won't cover it. No, but at that point, we were desperate for help. Yeah, you sold your car. Yes, if if you had to. And he was doing better and getting better now did she put him on medication she can't she's not a psychiatrist and we're still on wait list so at that point she said let me let me get you into a pediatric psychiatrist down here so we started our second medication still an ssri which at this time we do not understand of course doesn't work and just to summarize real quick that led us down a horrible path that was about a month and a half maybe two months of probably two and a half of the worst months of our lives. My son continued to fall apart. He became not only agitated, but aggressive. aggressive. Of course, that's a next stage. Yep, and he became completely non-functional to the point where at the end of January, or middle of January, our therapist said, you know what? He can't go back. We can't get him back to school. You can't put him in school I, we like couldn't, that. I could not get him dressed in the mornings. So we decided to, she recommended us and referred us to Rogers Behavioral Health in Tampa, Florida. And that was our godsend. That ha- that was our answered prayers. So you pack him up, the whole family, and now, well. Not the whole family. Not the whole my family. husband and son, older son, had to stay here. Got and it. my younger son and I went to Tampa, Florida for nine weeks. Talk about nine not every family weeks. can do this. Yes. We had to stay in a hotel. And I, I mean. Jan. Yeah, we had to stay down there. I didn't see my husband for eight weeks, and I didn't see my older son for five. And we lived in they within a proximity of the hospital so very you closely back and, and forth another you god, had to do uber or cabs so you're paying for transportation i did a rental car okay rental car whatever I, transportation yep. hotels food, food everything you took him there every day yes we were there Jen. 
He was in partial hospitalization for the first five weeks or six weeks, and that was six hours a day. And I sat in a little room. What did you do during that time? It's about, they put us in a room. He has his own room. It's about the size of a walk-in closet, a nice size. Yeah. And it has a little desk and a couple little chairs. And he was working with therapists. He saw psychiatrists. And they had him doing exposures all day long, every day. And then once he could graduate out of that, the last three weeks, we were in intensive outpatient, which was three hours a day. And they gave us our son back. He walked in, Leah, and he, I could literally not get him from the car to... Because he didn't want to leave the car. No, he just... How do you he even fly walk. with him on a plane? Oh, it was horrible. It was horrible. Did you put him in a wheelchair or what? A lot of kids get wheeled into Rogers. He, I was lucky enough and he's small enough that I could still kind of push him. Along? But I did injure my shoulder because I was pushing and he was pushing as hard as he could against Like in me. airports? I mean, yes. I'm just trying to get a visual. No, it was horrible. Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine. All right. We need more detail. But okay. the point is, we'll put the name of this clinic on our website. Yes. So it'd be Leah Unleashed. You'll have that clinic. You have the doctor's name that was in Denver. Um, and so you, so the end. My son is restored. And prayers have been answered. But my, is he on medication or no? He'll be on medication for about a year and then they may start weaning him off. But is this a good medication? It's a great medication for him. Because they found him. the right one. Yes, that DNA test is what they did as soon as we got there and they found the right medication for him. And is he sleeping at night? Sleeping at night, walks. He's, he, I just left him. He was playing tennis, laughing, smiling, riding his bike. He's. He, my oh, son has been restored to me. This is such a God thing. I don't know if you're a Christian or not. Absolutely. I God mean, got me you through pray, this. Absolutely. How do people do this without a faith? I do not know. Because the Bible tells us in the scriptures that we have the mind of Christ and that we have the wisdom of Solomon. All we have to do is, you know, pray, ask God to release that to us so that we can be the better people that we want to be and give us wisdom and so we can go forward. I don't know how parents do this on their own, in any way on their own. You know, but we're going to even look into that. That's another show. But we're out of time again, Jen. Thank you so much. Thank you. For sharing. And we'd love to get Christopher and his story. So Absolutely. maybe we can have that upcoming pod. Jamie's going, yes, Leah. <laughs> Any last thoughts, Jamie? Oh, I... Uh, I mean, it's almost more than you can absorb. I was talking with Jen, and I am just so humbled to hear about the side of OCD I had no idea how tragic it was I think society just downplays it and even pokes fun at it sometimes well, we've and all so, made those comments right and so I even just about me yeah <laughs> I want to I'm never thinking I don't know yeah I just like I said I just want to go give Christopher a hug and I want to give you a hug Jen <laughs> all, hug. all right with that I guess that's it for today and thank you for listening to Leah Unleashed podcast uh there'll be much more on next Monday so stay tuned